0: Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo, Steve. I was on the Twitter the other day, and there were some people chirping at me.
1: Are they called chirpers?
0: No, they're called Twitter users. And they actually – there were some people who want to come on the show and tell tell stories. We've had that, the kind of ongoing series about um, breakup stories, dating stories, things like that.
1: Oh, do you have someone in mind? There's actually – there's a, a slew of people
0: that are – we kind of have, have them all lined up at this point. But um, I think we should – we should make this a thing that that happens.
1: Guy that wants to call in, we need to talk.
0: We uh, we have with us here today, um, good friend of mine from uh he's actually in new york city right now we're really lucky to have him on the show chris how's it going chris
2: doing great man i'm lucky to be here lucky to be a part of this i I listened to uh the show about greek mythology thought that was really good so i'm honored to be here hey welcome to the show thank you
0: so uh so i did prompt you beforehand to kind of uh, lift the skirt here um we're going to be talking about um uh, dating stories or breakup stories, uh, I assume you came with uh, with a, at least a story that uh, would kind of fit that, that topic?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. All right. I guess I'll, I'll go with one that happened actually in Maine last weekend when I was there.
0: Oh, okay. So this is a very recent story.
2: Very recent. Yeah, it involves a hotel room. So, you know, whenever it involves a hotel room... Bed bugs. Things can get a little steamy.
1: <laughs> now, have you used Tinder a lot? Has it been successful or...? Like how's that worked out for you? Oh
2: yeah, oh yeah. You know, I I, I compare Tinder to baseball. You know, you, you get three hits in in ten at bats, you're Hall of Famer.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I that's a very good uh, very good analogy there. I like that. Absolutely. So uh, so was this a, a Tinder date in in uh, in Maine here?
2: No, this wasn't, man. You know, I, I go to Maine uh, probably two three times a year. And I tend to keep in touch with the ladies on Facebook, build a, build a pretty solid pipeline. Many of which will probably fall out of the pipeline after they hear this, but hey, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah.
0: And I mean, the ones that, the ones that stay in the pipeline are really the ones you want to get in their pipeline anyway.
2: Exactly, man. Always going to get in the pipeline.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. So, um, so you were in Maine, um, you're, you're checking in on your pipeline. Go on.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I'm checking in on my pipeline and, I'd been working a lot. I was on vacation uh, or just starting my vacation and i p- I put in a lot of hours, you know usually about sixty hours a week. so I come to maine it's about a eight hour drive, really tired, uh, was hanging out with some family, checked into. A hotel and then from there started trying to make some moves
0: okay okay what uh what quality hotel was it in uh on a star basis
2: oh uh, actually it was a uh, hilton so it was pretty nice
0: wow okay was uh was paris there
2: i wish she was man you know then then i might be able to uh get the the kind of gift that keeps on giving but unfortunately she wasn't
0: fair enough um so uh so you check into a hotel uh, is that when you uh, start popping off on, on some, some locals?
2: Yeah, you know, and I've been, I've been trying to pop off for a few days at that point. You know, you, you make plans with like three, four different women, and it's like you always know some are going to fall through. Like, you know, using the baseball analogy again.
1: So you kind of got to build it up, make some plans, and one sticks. Do you ever overbook, like say you book for like three girls, expect two of them to fall through? Yeah, yeah, 3 is probably the magic number.
0: Yeah, oh, and then you if two follow through, then you get a you get to you get to pick there. Oh, that's uh that's like a, a 3 and 2, right? Full count?
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, and what I do in that situation is I will make up some kind of story like hey, I'm at the casino with some friends. It's lasting a little bit longer than expected. Can we meet up in like 3 hours, you
0: know? Okay. Okay, so kind of postpone, leave it on the table. Um, and then uh, and then take take option a
2: exactly
0: and then if option B option B is necessary then you have that, that sitting there exactly okay so uh, what happened on this particular instance
2: Yeah, so you know I get to the hotel resting super tired actually when I check in I took a nap and the girl that I was gonna meet up with she's from a so she had to drive quite a ways and so I Taking a nap, get a text message from her, and she wanted to know which hotel I was staying at. And I tell her. And so I take another nap, or I guess it's a prolonging of the nap that I was already taking. And so I get another message from her letting me know that I was there. I was like, okay. So I get up, I go crack the door open, and the room number I think it was like 213 crack the door open, jump back in bed, and give her the room number, tell her to come upstairs. So I'm waiting. I get a phone call from her, and she's like, I'm at the door. Well, the door was popped open. So I was like, just push the door open, come on in. And door doesn't get pushed open. I'm confused about what's going on. And I get another phone call because she hung up and I get another phone call and she's like, I'm knocking on the door. The door, the door is not open. I was like, you know, I'm in room 213. Nobody's knocking on the door right now. And I, then I start thinking like, wait a minute, because she's like, no, I'm definitely at room 213 right now. So I get thinking like, what the hell is going on? And I say to her, I'm like, are you at the Hilton? And she's like, yeah, I'm at the Hilton. I'm I'm banging on the door right now. I was like, nobody's banging on the door. And I was like, are you sure that you're at the Hilton? She starts arguing with me that she's definitely at the Hilton. Well, five minutes later, she realizes she's at the
1: Marriott.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Whoever was in 213 could have had a really good night. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, I was dressed like a prostitute, man. I'm telling you. She had these crazy boots on, the shortest skirt I've ever seen. And it was just crazy. But, um, yeah, you know, I was thinking because she said she heard noise in room 213. And and I'm thinking, this is Bangor, Maine. They're probably cooking meth in there or (laughs) smoking crack. Who knows what they're doing in that room, you know. And Mm. probably were scared to death that, that somebody's pounding on the door. But eventually, you know. 20 minutes later, she finally shows up.
0: So so did you crack the door because you were, like, naked in bed? I had boxes on. I had boxes on. Oh, okay. Fair enough.
2: Pretty naked. Pretty naked.
0: Pretty naked.
2: Under the cover, you know, I had some TV. I think it was, like, Law & Order playing or something something romantic just to kind yeah. of get the vibe going. One of
0: those SVU episodes, you know, romantic. Yeah, they, they just found a dead body in Central Park. It's
2: like, you know, this is really going to set the mood for uh, the state here.
1: So... When the girl got there, did you end up hitting it off with her? Did you like her? I mean, how did that go?
2: Yeah, I've, I've actually already been with her before. So, uh-huh. you know, actually, it's was, it was kind of funny because she comes in the room. She's, like I said, she's dressed like a prostitute. Because <laughs> I have a thing for that. I told her, you know, I was like, dress really slutty for me. Put, put too much makeup on. You know, just look really slutty. <laughs> and she did it.
1: She really got your goat there. Oh, yeah, exactly.
2: You know, so, so I'm laying there. It, this is actually... Yeah, I'll take this even further. She, like, you know, she comes in, she takes this, like, little jacket she had on, off, obviously smoked a bunch of weed, a bunch of Maine weed, because that's how she, you know, missed the hotel, like, went to a hotel, like, on the other side of town or something.
1: Now, when you say Maine weed, are you differing that with, like, New York weed
2: yeah, yeah. You know, I I love New York weed. Don't get me wrong, it's good. You know, you, you get some of some of the, the same good stuff here, like, you know, sour diesel, whatever. But I've always, being from Maine, I've always had an appreciation for the weed there. I think the weed in Maine is much better than anywhere else I've smoked. Really? I think they're more scientific, more informed, just they, I think the... Uh, I'd say the environment's a lot better for it, but I do think Maine weed's definitely better. They just take care of it better, and you know maybe the fact that medicinally it's legal gives them more, more leeway in terms of what they're doing. But I think it, I do think it's better, definitely.
0: So you, uh, you marijuana connoisseurs, uh, Maine is the place to be, um, and that has been officially stamped by Chris here today, um, and that's a. That is a check you can take to the bank with some certainty, right there. One hundred percent. So, so she's a slut and she's baked. So, what's up?
2: You know, she's actually not a slut, though. That's the thing. Like, she's kind of going out of her element. Dressed
0: like one. My apologies.
2: Exactly. Dress. I even said to her at one point. I said, "You know, when if you knocked on that door and the person actually answered, uh, you know, the first thing they would have said to you is how much? (laughs) Uh, How how much? (laughs) How much?" She she did a good job.
0: Did she have an answer to that question? I'd
2: say more mid scale. (laughs) Mid scale, three hundred range. Not too bad. Three hundred for a half hour.
0: Oh well, there you go. That's 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 some. Keeping, keeping up with the quality control.
2: Exactly. I'm not necessarily in the business of appraising prostitutes. So that's, that's, you know, that's, I th- uh, th- that's, that's, that's I think that would be a
0: I'd great a great business opportunity for you to start up.
1: <laughs> Prostitute appraisal. <Definitely. laughs>
0: if there are is ever a job with some great perks, that's gotta be it. So um does does the story go any further? Or is the uh...
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, so yeah, it goes further, a little further. Uh so you know, so she, she comes in the room and she's like, Oh, are you excited to see me? Because it's been like a year since I saw her. Last time I saw her was when I had left for New York. And I didn't see her over the holidays, so I was like, you know, I lied to her, I was like, Yeah, I'm excited to see her. <laughs> and so, so she Starts taking her clothes off. It, it was like five minutes for her to take these like high tech boots she had. That <laughs> on. It's crazy. I think there was like GPS signal on those things. Like, I, I don't know, man. It was like smart boots.
0: <laughs> to be fair, a, a nice pair of boots is is extremely sexy. Oh yeah,
2: they were they were rocking, man. Absolutely. So she's over here, and, she, and then uh, you know she takes these boots off after five minutes, and then she she starts like taking her taking her skirt off, and she's like, oh, so I have to undress myself? I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm really tired. (laughs) (laughs) She takes everything off and slides into bed. Wait,
1: she she was okay with that? She she was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. She was like, okay. So she gets into bed, and... Yeah, I don't think I really need to go into much more detail. I I would say that I probably gave her the best twenty five seconds.
0: Oh yeah, no, I mean I think that's uh, I think that's that's pretty pretty respectable.
2: Exactly, man. I really tried to bring my A game on the stamina that night. I'd been doing endurance workouts beforehand, so you know, broke a personal record.
0: Well, that's that's a given when you got SVU going in the background.
2: Exactly. Did they do main and tenor? Or do they do tend to remain, I
1: mean? Mostly in, like, kind of college areas, but not really – it's not so much a thing, like, around here.
0: So uh, that sounds like a, a pretty good success story. It's cool, man. That yeah, was a good time. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call that awkward other than her, her dress kind of slutty and knocking on a stranger's door. That's –
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's awkward at all, man. That was pretty cool, actually, I thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, 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 So the people in the hotel seeing her go upstairs, like, they, they had to know. Oh,
2: yeah. But like, they, I, I guarantee you they were thinking this is a prostitute. You know? I guarantee it.
0: The people at the first hotel where she goes up, <laughs> knocks on a door, and then, like, five minutes later, she comes back down. <laughs> well, what must they have been thinking?
2: I think they're probably thinking this was a no-show. Oh. You know, somebody, somebody called her up off, uh, what is it? Backpage or craigslist and didn't answer the
1: door i guess that would be a thing with like clients with prostitutes i guess i, I never really thought of that
0: I, I see i was thinking that they would think that she's really good at her job
2: hmm. very efficient you know you get <laughs> you get about five at three hundred dollars a pop in a half hour. Very,
0: very efficient very, very well uh did you did you have another story you you had time to go into
2: well, the other one's quick uh so yeah, if you if you want to hear the other one, it, it doesn't involve any hooking up or anything, just kind of a uh, unusual circumstance. I think you probably don't come as much in Maine. Okay. Okay. So I uh, so I'm on the subway one morning, man. And actually this is kind of crazy because like uh, at my last job, I was when I first moved to New York, I worked for about nine months selling software for a marketing company. And uh, we would do these happy hours once a month, and they would happen on like a Thursday night, I think it was like the first week of the month. And so we have one of those happy hours, and I get completely shit-faced. And you know, that's kind of the norm at these happy hours, you get you get completely wrecked. So I, I get on the subway completely hammered, it's like 11 o'clock at night, and so the, the subway, from where I was in Midtown, it's like three stops to get to my apartment. And I kept falling asleep on the subway. So I went all the way uptown, all the way back downtown, and like three hours passed, which would normally be like a 50 minute subway ride, before I actually get home.
0: So you did a couple of rounds on the subway? Did a
2: couple of rounds on the subway, man. Yeah, passed out, fell asleep, woke up. I'd be like... Uh, three stops past where I was supposed to be fall back asleep and then then I would have gone all the way across town and back and woke back up
1: Oof.
2: that's actually a common thing here man that happens to people all the time how uh, how crowded
0: up. was the sub at that time
1: uh,
2: you know it was uh, probably a little more crowded when I first got on it at like 11 o'clock um, when I woke up the first time I think it was like maybe one o'clock and it was not nearly as crowded. And then I think when I woke up the second time it was like two o'clock. It was even less crowded. Is that why and then I think I I got home at like three, I think, that morning.
0: Is that why New York is the city that never sleeps? Because when they do it's on the subway and it really costs them some time.
2: Well, yeah, you can you can look at it that way. I think I think that's a good theory.
0: <laughs> so uh these subways run two four seven.
2: They run 24/7. Yeah, like after say about 11 o'clock, you'll notice that it kind of uh, the service will slow down a bit. Mm -hmm. So like normally you can catch a subway like every three minutes during the daytime. Come like 11 o'clock, it's like every 20 minutes you catch a subway. So it just kind of takes a little longer to get where you're going unless you uh, catch it at the right time.
0: Are they moving slower or are they staying at stops longer?
2: They they move the same speed. It's just for one they're making local stops like instead of express so like express it's going to skip like three streets and just hit like every 20 streets or so when it's local it's like every 10 streets um so there's just more stops and there's just longer time in between uh, when they're actually running from one to another
0: fair enough so we have some great background on the subway um so let's let's delve a little bit into the the dating related um, escapades here.
2: Yeah, actually, the, the funniest part is I had nothing to do with really the, the story. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 so, so, you know, I, I fall asleep at like three. I wake up the next morning, it's like seven. I was like, oh shit, I got to get to work. I got to be there at eight o'clock. So I'm all disheveled, take a quick shower, hop on the subway, and there's this beautiful woman on the subway, just looked absolutely gorgeous. And this woman just appears to be really into me, just kept looking at me, making a hot and heavy eye contact. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, man, I got to get shit-faced more often and just miss a bunch of subway stops.
1: Now, do you think that maybe she was super beautiful because you were kind of drunk?
2: Well, yeah. You know, I think that's very possible. I do. I think I was still probably a little drunk that morning possibly.
0: So, uh, so, so you, you think that you look, you know, subpar, but obviously you're on top of your game. Like a little disheveled is, is where Chris hits his sweet spot. So
2: dude, this is crazy. So this chick, you know, she keeps staring at me and I'm thinking like, okay, like maybe I don't know what the hell's going on here. Like I I, I know I'm a, a very beautiful man. No, not really. But You know, she's staring me down everything, you know, just looking me up and down. So I go to get off the subway and she had actually written her number down on a piece of paper and handed it to me, which is unusual.
0: Unusual in in general for you? Yeah, for me.
2: You know, like on a subway ride, that just doesn't happen. You know, people usually don't even make eye contact on the subway.
0: Yeah, I mean.
2: So, yeah, I thought it to be pretty unusual.
0: To be fair, I've i've only had that experience once um and it was not on a subway so um i mean hats off to you although to be fair you are a a very handsome man
2: well thank you greatly appreciate that
0: so you get you you get her number on the low
2: yeah so i get her number i text her later that day and she's like you know i text her i'm like hey you know, I'm that guy on the subway who you gave your number to, and I'm thinking, I don't know if there was more than one guy on the subway she gave her number to or what, so that might not, not... But she she remembered me. We get to talking, and here's the punchline. Here's the ending of this story. She asked me if I am into transgender woman. And are you? No, I'm not. Oh. But she was a transgender woman.
0: Pre-op, post-op? Ah, I couldn't tell you, man. You didn't? you didn't you No, know, I
2: just told her that I wasn't and you know, thanked her for her time. You
0: didn't dig that hole?
2: What? No, I didn't. You didn't? You didn't you, I had a couple of nights there where the well was dry where I was thinking, like, geez, where'd that number go?
1: <laughs> well, I know something with transgenderism and uh, people who do transition a lot of times they'd get new operations, especially if you're going from male to female, because going from male to female with the, uh, damn blue operation is very, very hard and it's often not very successful. So probably just, uh, hormones if anything.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to deal with man,
1: but yeah, it was kind of a
2: shocker. Say the least. I,
0: I think you, I, I think if, you know, she was very beautiful. You, you missed, uh, you missed an opportunity there. That's a, a great New York City subway opportunity
2: out to this day man I'm telling you I thought she was a beautiful woman and she was now it's a little cloudier <laughs> <laughs> and like probably the the alcohol and all of the drugs I did the night before probably had something to do with that but, but you know you win some you lose so
0: I mean I've I've seen trans people who were extremely beautiful I don't I don't think that discredits them at all
2: oh not at all
1: if she saw it she saw it.
2: I agree. Just in terms of sexually attractive, like, would I want to hook up? No,
1: I wouldn't want to. So it's like you want to hook up with the top half, not the bottom half.
2: Yeah. Uh, You know, I no, 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 no. I I mean, it's just more of a matter of like, uh, I mean, the FCC is probably going to fine you for this. But, you know, I like I like vagina, man.
0: The FCC can suck my cock.
2: Oh, my man. That's going to be a big fine. I
0: don't think so. I think that they're going to <laughs> they're going to find me fine, and then they're going to suck my cock. So, <laughs> you happen awesome. to to appreciate vagina? Yeah. And uh, th- this this woman did not happen to have one, and therefore you did not want to partake.
2: Nothing more, nothing less, man. That's that's all it was.
0: Fair enough. Um, that's uh, that I I can see why that that story kind of fits in here um being something a little a little more outside of the the norm of what um especially somebody from, you know, upper northeast is is used to used to at this point um in in our societal culture. Um especially with the the alcohol being involved That's that's actually a great story. Thank you. And uh, I think it, I think it really portrays just how handsome you are.
2: Oh my man, you're you're flattering me right I'm now. Trying. You I'm are just flattering. Can't slip
0: you my number, but <laughs> we know how that goes. <laughs>
2: Might give you a call, man. Depends on how high quality the wig is that you're wearing. I'm
0: digging this, I'll uh, I'll make sure I get the right <laughs> hotel. So, <laughs> so um, I hope you're bummed. I got a, I got a pretty short skirt for you,
1: and a lot of makeup. <laughs> so,
0: so uh, you know, we we hear it, we need to talk. Really like to 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 try and give back to the community that supports us. If you had had words of wisdom based off of the stories you've told today that you would pass on, you had one thing that you wanted to pass on to our, our listeners, um, what would that be?
2: You know, I, I got to go back to that baseball analogy. I strike out at the plate. Don't get down on yourself. You know, I see all of these guys, you know, they walk in the club, they go on Tinder, they have a bad day at the ballpark, and they're like, oh, gosh, this game isn't for me, you know? And and I think that the moral of the story is I don't know if there's really a moral, but where I'm going with this is that you know you're you're gonna lose a you're gonna lose a lot you're gonna strike out, but you know you, you get two out of ten three out of the ten and you just gotta keep your head up stay positive and keep keep grinding. I like that. People are going to take rejection well, you know I
0: like that. so in this in this analogy, if a girl comes to you, is that a walk? Yeah, I'd say that's a walk right there. Fair enough.
2: That might be a, yeah, that might be a walk and then a pass ball where you get straight to second base. I don't know. yeah,
0: I like it, and uh, of, of course, consent's important. don't be stealing bases.
2: Exactly. I get thrown out. <laughs> get thrown out. Oh boy.
0: Well, well, Chris, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. I I really appreciate you being on.
2: Yeah, i it's been a master, man. I I appreciate your time, and and it's been great to be on the show.
0: Yeah. Well, again, um, I I hope you'll uh you'll consider coming on again in the future, and uh, I wish you the best of luck that best of luck out there in NYC. I know if anybody uh can make it in if anyone can make it in that hustler's environment, it's you.
2: Thank you so much. God bless you all. Have a good night.
1: You as well, Chris. Thanks. You too. Bye. Love we'll the show? Give us a rating on iTunes. You like us? Well, guess what? We have Patreon. And in Patreon, you can donate directly to us with money. This will really help support the hosting costs and all that other kind of stuff. Also, we're on Facebook at www.facebook.com we need to talk show. And Twitter, wt1. And yeah, send a message can get in touch with us. And yeah, we need to talk.